very discreet. I don't know. I've seen Barb drunk before. She's not that discreet. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. It'll be discreet, like discreet mathematics. Yeah, yeah possible. Hey, David, can you hear us? Hey. Hey. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis because hell is other podcasts. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. And my name is David Harris, and I'm Jim Davis. John, David, today is Monday, the 14th of April, 1980. It's the 666th ever episode of Being Jim Davis. We are looking at the 666th ever Garfield and we're delighted to be joined by David Harris, um, who's here to represent the Church of Satan. David, thank you so much for coming on the program today. Christopher, John, thank you very much for having me. Very pleased to be here. I was a big Garfield fan growing up. I uh, very much appreciate being here. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that is literally the first time anyone has described himself <laughs> as a Garfield fan on this show. <laughs> that, that was- Who else would be a fan of Garfield besides a, a, a member of the Church? <laughs> Exactly. That was going to be one of my first questions. I, I wanted to ask uh, right off, I don't know a whole lot about the Church of Satan, so please correct me if I, if I get something wrong. My impression is that you guys are not that into ritual, not like a, no real belief in witchcraft or magic. Is the numbers... Is, oh, oh, correct me. Please correct me. Okay, so give you, give you a little bit about uh, Satanism 101. Satanism um, is an atheistic religion. Um, right. There is no God. There is no devil. Um, we actually bring the word Satan back to its original literal, literal meaning. It's, it's a word that Christians had appropriated from the Jews. Um, its literal meaning from, uh, from the original Hebrew means the adversary. One right. that stands right. in opposition. And that's what we do. We stand in opposition to any kind of spiritual doctrine uh, because we think it's all bullshit. Um, this life is the only life that there is. So when you're dead, you're dead. So live this life to its fullest and enjoy it while you're here because once you're gone, you're gone. Interestingly enough, not the first time that basically that has been said on this podcast. <laughs> um, what, what I wanted to ask was, uh, that being the case, is the number 666 particularly significant to the Church of Satan, or is the mere fact that we invited you on today kind of gimmicky and insulting? Um, it's uh, mostly gimmicky and insulting, to be honest with you. Quite Our apologies. Amazed I accepted the invitation. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's um, Christians by and large, because I, I think some of that was pulled from some sort of weird uh, numerology. I, to, to be yeah. honest, I'm I'm the world's worst occultist, um, <laughs> so I don't, I'm not even sure. All I know is that it comes from somewhere within the Christian mythology that that, that six 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 is the number of the beast. And then I've heard that they've misinterpreted it that and that it's actually six one six. So I have heard that. I read that and, as well. All in all, it's part of Christian mythology, which we completely disregard as nonsense. So no, the number six 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 has zero meaning to Satanists, other than to maybe occasionally. Um, you know, use it to, you know, harass and have fun with folks who are superstitious, which we like to do from time to time. Okay, well, let's, let's say you were invited today in that spirit and not as an insulting gimmick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- there is like a sort of a trollish aspect to the Church of Satan a little, a little bit. Am I right? Um, 
I would disagree with that statement. Okay. Ultimately, when Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satan in 1966, it was a response to the prevailing hippie culture of peace, love, and yada, 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 <laughs> um, which very much flies in the face of human nature. Um, man is an animal, and Satanism views man as such. We are a carnal beast. We have desires. We have needs. We have wants. And this life is here for us to pursue them. Um, and the pursuit of those, those goals aren't always, you know, they, sometimes they don't end up in fluffy, nice ways. And so we, you know, we want to acknowledge that side of man, that man is an animal and a rather vicious one. And that, right. I think, brings us to Garfield. <laughs> am, I, am I right? Um, yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> so. Garfield is a vicious beast. Yeah, no. So you, you self-identified at the outset as a big fan of Garfield, at least in childhood. We, we do often ask our guests, um, what's your background in Garfield? Um, Which is a polite way of saying, uh, what on earth possessed you to accept, the, <laughs> accept an invitation to be on this horrible program? <laughs> uh, well, we, you know, like so many families growing up in, in the 70s, 80s, you know, we had a we had a newspaper subscription. And I, you know, as a kid, I always read right. the funny papers and I always liked Garfield. And I, I honestly think that Garfield as a character appealed to my satanic nature. Um, Garfield is a very satanic character in the sense that he's very indulgent, mm-hmm. very much seeks out that which brings him pleasure, seeks to avoid that which gives him pain, and seeks to influence the world around him to make it the way he wants it to be, which is really a cornerstone of Satanism. That, that is a fair description. You know, I, I went to the Church of Satan website uh, when we were planning today's episode, you know, in part, as you say, kind of an insulting gimmick. Um, but it started <laughs> the and, 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 you know, in, in all honesty, the more I read, the more I thought, you know, this actually fits pretty well. Um, yeah, we get that a lot. The script we're talking, <laughs> we, the nature of the strip we discuss and a lot of the outlook of the program. Yeah, we, we tend to hear that a lot. People tend to read through Satanism because, of course, they always go into it with the common misconceptions that we're devil worshippers and that we sacrifice babies and goats and uh, that's all a bunch of bullshit. No, no, you're, um, you're not the... Uh, no, you're not, you're the, not the, the satanic temple. No, exa- we are certainly not that. <laughs> no. Um, what, we, uh, what people that tend to find out is, A, once they realize that we are not devil worshippers and B, that we are a very life-affirming, very you know, life-loving philosophy, they tend to be like, oh... Like agree with a lot of this, but then why do they have the the name Satan in their name? And <laughs> and that's because it likes we like to keep away people that you know we and Anton Lavey considered to be wearing a good guy badge. Um, you know, if you if you're not willing to associate yourself with the thing that most of society considers to be the ultimate taboo, you can't really be completely of yourself. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, look, we're already associating our, associating <laughs> ourselves with Garfield, so I mean, you you can't exactly. get much so just, just take, just lower take down the ladder <laughs> and just go. Yeah, I mean, it really, when we started this program, it was like six of one, half dozen of the, dozen of the other. You know? <laughs> exactly. I guess we'll go with Garfield. <laughs> it's not clear that we made the right decision. It, honestly. Oh, I think it's pretty clear that we did not. Yes. Um, we got 38 years to go with this thing. Um, well, look, uh, it, it's, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you, but let's, let's get down to business. Um, John, we've got three panels today. Panel one, John Arbuckle is sitting in uh, what we, David, for your benefit, and assuming you're not a regular listener, what we've started referring to as his depression chair. 
Um, he's reading. <laughs> That's very apropos. There is a rich mythology to the Garfield universe. A lot of subtext. Uh, you don't realize as a child, um, for example, that Odie is uh, an undercover uh, DEA agent. Um, it's it's all there. I'm I'm interested in that theory. Look, it's I mean we've we've talked about this on the program a lot a lot so I don't want to I don't want to bore anyone. Uh but there is a point John is it late 79 or very early 80 when Odie's ears mysteriously think, changed uh, color. Yeah, I think it was really late 79. Yeah, and then we yeah. we saw Odie on the streets. Yeah, you like, see uh, in the city. You and see so that's a, what you think you think that's when Odie yeah. turned narc. Yeah, I think we think so. I mean, because like up until that it's point, it's the simplest explanation. Since then, as well, we haven't really seen like there 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 hasn't really been much in the way of strips that take place outside of the Arbuckle home and environs. Like it's yeah. very rare that you see like a cityscape. You really only see one appearance of Street Odie, mm-hmm. um, who's we we're assuming the original Odie because he had the original ear colors, uh, the original black. Right. Ears. Right. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's all there if you really, if you really look at the details. You don't um, think they pulled a Bewitched and just switched out Odie for a different <laughs> I mean, I've, that, that is that's a possible, it's a possible explanation. Um, Occam's razor being what it is all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's also possible that Jim Davis just changed the color of Odie's ears. It's hard to, well, scientists have yet to determine the true nature of Odie. Uh, the mystery will continue yeah so john arbuckle sitting in his depression chair he's reading the newspaper uh we can guess from experience john that he's probably reading the financial section mm-hmm. um head with, the reason yep head that well that's i mean we we have we have evidence of him reading the financial section head whips around in one of his patented single takes and we see uh off to the right there uh two tap tap onomatopoeias Presumably because Garfield is tap dancing off screen. It stand, again, stands to reason. John Arbuckle thinks, and this, okay, this does, this does uh, militate slightly against your theory, John. Uh, John Arbuckle <laughs> thinks, uh-oh, Garfield wants in. Panel one name drop. Panel one name drop, thank you. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the second panel, uh, the chair has disappeared, and we now see John <laughs> running from left to right, uh, at a clip, I would say. Uh, it's one of his legs all the way back, like twisted around in a right mm-hmm. angle, S- bottom of his shoe sticking straight up. Yep. Nice, thick, white motion line behind John's head only. Hovering in the air there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been... Quite a quick speed. Yeah. yeah. And it we... looks like he's going to run into those three onomatopoeias. <laughs> That are hovering in the air there. We have uh, a wham, wham, wham on a mono- set of onomatopoeias. You know, we've been pretty critical of Jim Davis's artistic style of late, and particularly his ability to draw, you know, the human form. I got to say, this one actually looks pretty good. This is a pretty good picture of John Arbuckle running. It looks yeah. like the thing it's supposed to look like, I would say. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely tell that he is motion- making a quick motion towards whatever it is he's running at. Yeah, th- I mean, that cannot always be said for Jim Davis's art, particularly <laughs> early on. Um, so yeah, kudos I guess, to him I for that. that. Yeah. It's, it's, I would call it naturalistic. I like the, I like the <laughs> way his hands are um, 
but sort of he's got his, his, his shoulders almost hunched over and his, his hands out like a sort of a gargoyle or something. <laughs> John Arbuckle is a gargoyle. Looking yeah. like he's about yeah. to lunge at something. <laughs> yeah. His, his hands are very much in a pre-choke-a-bitch position. <laughs> <laughs> like as if he was about to sexually harass those onomatopoeias. Exactly. He's going to pull, yeah. pull a trump. Yeah. On some poor and suspecting woman. I mean, honestly, yeah. those oh, look, when you when you're a star, they let you do it. You know, if, so. if I've, I've heard that, if if the whams are going to dress like that, I think they're kind of asking. <laughs> you know, they they wouldn't be spelled that way if they weren't wanting to be fondled. Right. I I I, I would agree with that. Um, John in panel three, John Arbuckle arrives at the door. Uh, we get a. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Jim Davis a little credit. An excellent depiction of Joan Arbuckle, uh, disappointed, exasperated, frustrated, uh, left hand up on his face, sort of eyes closed in um, kind of irritation. Consternation. Consternation, thank you. You're um, welcome. What's he upset about? Garfield entering the house has just broken open the door, taken it off its hinges. Uh, part of the door jam there is is hanging off. You see that? That's a nice little touch. That is nice. Yeah. yeah. Garfield thinking. Strong ass cat. <laughs> Garfield thinking. When I want in, I want in now. Now in boldface. <laughs> a rare use of multiple different typefaces in a single thought <laughs> bubble. It's, it's exciting. Cool. Yes. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, it's what passes for exciting when you're nearly two years into this project. <laughs> what else can we say? Uh, David, I do, I do want to emphasize that we do this every day. <laughs> That's amazing. Every day. Um, uh, John, what do you think of this one? Or, pardon me, John and David, what do you guys think of this one? I think it's, I think it's fine. It doesn't, it does, you know, again, like I, I say this a lot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me angry. <laughs> That's not always so, guaranteed. I, yeah, I guess I'll call it a win. It's yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a bad strip. It's, it's, it's probably a, a good weekday strip. Um, I, I would, I'd be disappointed if it were in the Sunday paper. Um, but as, as a weekday strip goes, I think it's, it's not bad. I'd be like, where's the other half? I would in Sunday paper. Quite honestly, if there were uh, four panels of John Arbuckle running in the middle, <laughs> I, would ki- I would kind of be into that. Um, like the same exact so drawing? Kind, kind of build the tension. Is he yeah, gonna, yeah. Him, him yeah. running through his comically oversized <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think I might be slightly more positive about this one um, than you guys, which, you know, could be the incipient Stockholm Syndrome at this point. <laughs> right. Um, I think, you know, as Garfields go, I think this one is well drawn. I think it is not overwritten which is, you know, John, we've talked about this. Like the, mm-hmm. the overwritten punchline is just the death of the Garfield strip. Um, yep. Davis is mostly leaning on his, uh, his artwork here, and I think the artwork does the job admirably. I like the rhythm of the strip. Um, you know, overall, like, look, I'm not saying it made me laugh, but yeah, as you say, didn't make me angry, that's a win. Here, here. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, unless anyone has any more to say about this program. All right. You have been listening to Being Jim Davis. Which way, which way shall I fly? Infinite wrath and infinite despair. Which way I fly is Garfield. Milton's Satan. Uh, you can support the pro. Sorry. You can support the program by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can do a great many things there, including leaving us a message or signing up to co-host this program. You can also follow the program on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the Chris Winter. And I can be followed on Twitter at InscrutableTaco. And if you'd like to learn more about the Church of Satan, its beliefs, its tenets, its philosophies, and its practices, you can log on to www.churchofsatan.com and read all about Satanism and the Church of Satan. You can pick up the Satanic Bible at any bookstore or on Amazon. And of course, you can follow the Church of Satan on Twitter at, at Church of Satan. Um, and if this plug is not appropriate, I'm sure Chris and John will cut it out of the podcast. Oh, we do not. <laughs> yeah, we don't do any editing. No, oh. I, I will interrupt and say, though, that I, that I, 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 I do unironically recommend that people do check out the website. I, I, I did myself, and I enjoyed it. Well, I meant the plug I'm about to. <laughs> oh, no, I just I wanted to, I wanted to uh, break in there to, uh, to reinforce your first plug. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about what I do, you can follow um, my, uh, my adult film company, uh, Dave's Custom XXX. That will definitely not be cut out. <laughs> in fact, listeners, there will be a link in the show notes. Yes, davescustommedia.com and Dave's Custom XXX. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today, Dave. And All right, gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. This the listeners. Thank you and good night, you bunch of animals. Thanks and good night. Hail Satan. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows. I felt like it would be cheap ask him to say hail satan i felt like it would be kind of <laughs> i'm really yeah. glad he spontaneously did it